hosting the event hasn't impacted my academic journey um, so much. It's more so the art itself that has act, like impacted my journey. Hi everyone, thanks for checking into the Grad Girl Wellness Podcast, a space designed to inspire and highlight the stories of women of color in graduate school who are prioritizing their overall health and wellness while pursuing higher education. My name is Angela and I'm your host. Let's get started. So hey, Amir, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's a bit of a manic Monday, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. So first, I just want to say thank you for being on the podcast. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Um, and I know the listeners are going to get a lot out of our conversation. Um, so just to start, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, what your discipline is, and what year you are in your program. Okay, well, firstly, thanks so much for having me. And yes, my name is Amira and my discipline, um, I'm in the business school, so I am in marketing actually. Um, I research sustainable fashion and social media. So that's been really interesting and I'm actually in my final year. So in the UK, your program can be three or four years. So I'm in my fourth year right now. So yeah, lucky to submit in October. Oh, that's soon. Wow. Congratulations. And if <laughs> Yes, I hope everything uh, stays to schedule, but that's what I'm aiming for. That's awesome. It's going to work out just how it's supposed to. <laughs> um, okay, so awesome. So you have a lot of experience then being a grad student. So with that, um, could you tell us a little bit about what your relationship to wellness and self-care has been over these past four years? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this question a lot, and I realized that I think my wellness journey can kind of be summed up in two stages. So, like, the first one was all about, like, kind of well-being so I can do better work, you know, so taking care of myself so I can focus, like, my work was my priority, so it was, like, yeah, building wellness around my work <laughs> so I could be more productive. Um, but it wasn't until last year, actually, that I went to phase two, mm -hmm. which is actually building my work around my wellness. So not to say that I don't do my work, but just to say, like, how, you know, how I'm doing, how I'm feeling, you know, I take that into consideration into, you know, how I structure my time and things like that. So, yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey in making that switch because I'm a very output oriented person. Like I like things to get done. And so being okay with taking smaller steps has been like a huge adjustment for me. Um, should I tell you how it started? Yeah, like, I have questions about it, so go ahead. <laughs> what happened was last year, I started to go to therapy and that has really changed my relationship to, I guess in a way myself and helping me to be more self-aware and I started going through a time where I was just, you know, like my mood, my productivity, my sleep, like everything was down. And I was blaming myself because like I said, I'm an output type of person. So if I'm not performing, that means I'm lazy. It means, you know, so many things. And I was just going off. And my therapist was like, she's also a doctor. So she was like, um, 
maybe you should, you know, go to my, um, my actual doctor and be like, ask for a blood test and check out a couple of these things. And then it turned out I had a vitamin D deficiency. And I think I had like half the amount I was supposed to have or something. Oh, wow. um, the, the sun is different up here. So basically <laughs> I developed a vitamin D deficiency because, you know, um, Corona and everything, we're all in the house. And that just really, I don't know, all the things I knew about taking care of myself and, you know, prioritizing um making sure every part of you as well just started to click. So I was like, huh. So if I hadn't taken care of this thing, this would have gotten <laughs> worse very quickly. And yeah, I don't know, that whole, that whole experience just kind of reshaped how I thought about my life and my priorities. Not that it was like a major experience, but it was just like, I just made a switch from putting work first to putting, you know, me and how I relate to my work as more of a priority mm-hmm. yeah no I, I think that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no like that's your story and I think a lot of people that I've spoken to so far kind of have like that pivotal moment whether it's like you know intense you know that's relative right um but they have some moment right that kind of like changes the way that they think about about wellness and like how it how they center it in their life um, so I, I appreciate you sharing that. So as a result, then, um, what kind of things have you started to do? Um, since I've made that switch, you know, I really try to, um, gosh, what, have, what do I do since I made the switch? Okay, so most of the things I've done since I've made the switch have been kind of mindset things and realizing, okay, you're not lazy, you're just tired, or actually, you haven't eaten today, so you're probably, you should probably do that. Um, or even just thinking about things I enjoy differently. So, you know, I have natural hair and sometimes like, oh, wash day. But actually it's like, no, I can have this time to take care of myself, take care of my hair. And I like how, you know, how I feel when my hair is freshly washed and everything. So kind of just, you know, thinking about things differently. And um, also I put a lot of boundaries on my time. So for example, when I'm cooking, like I I stop work because otherwise <laughs> I will burn what I'm cooking but it's just like setting that boundary of like no this is my time to cook this is not time for work you just go save it close it it'll be there tomorrow um so those are some, some small things that I've started to do mm-hmm. well, that's awesome um so one thing that I didn't hear you mention and that I think is also part of like this switch is art for you right um and so I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about the place of art in your life and also how um you've kind of created a space for other people to also um enjoy art Mm. yes so art is something that I I really enjoy doing and it's funny because I didn't really see it as a wellness thing it just seems like, you know, something I enjoy doing and something that I've always enjoyed doing. Um, and yeah, it just, I don't know. It just allows me to focus on something else because when I'm doing my art, I'm focused completely on, okay, what color goes with that? What color goes with this? So it just, it's nice to take my mind off of my thesis, um, which is always there waiting for me. <laughs> And in terms of creating a space for others, 
I feel as though, like, especially with the pandemic and everything here, the lockdown has been quite strict. We're actually still in lockdown, like everything, <laughs> everything is closed. Um, all the, all the non-essential things. So um, it was that, plus the fact that I moved to Scotland and I didn't really know anybody. So I thought, look, art can be relaxing, it can be chill. Maybe I can use it as a way to meet new people and maybe they will also you know, be able to relax and just come and hang out and create something, meet some new people. Yeah, I just thought it would be a nice, a nice break from <laughs> everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So these events are called, you call them Create and Sips, right? Yes, they're Create and Sips because you can literally create anything. You can, one girl, she made, um, she has some leggings and she turned it into like a shirt. She is so cool. Um, so you can like, you can create, you can sew, you can, um, you can write. We have some people write poems or songs. Um, you can draw or paint. Um, literally, you can do whatever you want with the space. You can just come and talk. <laughs> some people just come and talk. Um, it's, it's a really nice uh, space. So I just called it Create and Sip because you can truly do whatever you want in the space. Awesome. So, and how often do you hold these? So we have them once a month um, and we're on, we meet online, you know, sometimes Zoom, sometimes some other uh, platform, but yeah, once a month. Awesome. I think this is an amazing idea. I like the fact that there's so much flexibility around what you create because I've, you know, done a paint and sip before and I'm terrible and I feel like I just wasted my money at the end of it. So oh. I like that I can do, <laughs> I can write if I want to. Um, so how did you, how do you make time to organize these events? Because I know you have like really cool, like the set up the times and whatnot. I am a schedule or I'm a scheduler like <laughs> I like to do lists so what I do is I kind of set a date and then I work backwards so I'm like okay I want to have it on this date um what do I need to do okay so I need to make the graphics by this time and I also have like a master calendar of everything I need to do so I'll just plug it in and yeah I just I just make space for it because it's important to me and now that we've done it so many times, it seems like it's kind of, I don't want to say it's important for the people who come. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but, you know, there's people who show up consistently. And so I feel as though now we're kind of a community. So I'm not just showing up for me anymore. I'm showing up because people are now expecting me to be there <laughs> or expecting the event to be there, not necessarily myself. <laughs> Well, you, you are the creator of it. I think it's awesome that you've been able to create this space for people. And how long have you been hosting it? So we started maybe late 2020. And so far we have done about five events. Um, so it's been really exciting to see it kind of to grow and things like that. I think, I think that's really great. Do you have any... Um, ideas on how you might change it for the future? Are you gonna keep the format or what are you thinking about for the future of Create and Sip? Yes, that is a key question, especially as you know the world starts to open up. I am thinking like, okay, how, what are we gonna do? Are people still going to want to um, engage in the same way? Like, are we gonna be sick of meeting online? 
Um, and that's something I'm still thinking about, really. Um, but I would love to do something in the city that I am right now. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about it, to be honest, because it's like, do people still want to be in the house? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But for the time being, I, you know, we'll do it as long as people want to show up. No, I, I think that's awesome. I think I think it's great that you've created this community of people who want to show up, right? And to have that kind of consistency. Um, so kind of bringing it back to grad school and kind of back to you in particular, how has hosting this event kind of impacted your academic journey? Do you know what? That hosting the event hasn't impacted my academic journey Um so much it's more so the art itself that has act, like impacted my journey because you know I have some days where I just feel like like if you could see my YouTube watch later it's like oh how to draw hair how to draw blue hair like it's it's very art oriented and some days I have you know I just feel like creating and it's like actually you've got some work to do um so that has impacted my journey a little bit um but overall I don't know, maybe it's given me more confidence and show me that I can, you know, I can do, I can do stuff. I can put myself out there and, you know, put out things that can be well received. Like, so maybe that has, maybe that's how it has um, impacted my journey. If that answers your question. Yeah, no, I think that's a great answer, right? Um, confidence is, is key. Sometimes. Yeah, so if it wasn't for the pandemic, um, I really don't know that I would be, I would have started doing these events because it's completely out of my character. You know, I don't really like public speaking, even though I'm going to be a lecturer. Um, yeah, I have to get over that, but I don't really like public speaking. I don't really like people looking at me or anything like that. I just kind of like to be chill. I'm, I'm just chilling. Um, but yeah, this pandemic has just offered me the opportunity to, um, so yeah, just put myself out there in a, in a different way and to, you know, just try something different. And um, of course, it's been, you know, really tragic in a lot of ways and for a lot of communities. Um, but this is just one way that it has, I don't know, it has provided me a different opportunity to engage with, with the world, I guess. No, I feel the same way. That's how I feel about like the Greg Girl Wellness podcast, right? I've gotten to meet so many amazing people that otherwise I wouldn't know existed. Um, so we're making the best out of this. That is very true. And I think, you know, also in this time of isolation, it can be, I have a natural personality of, of isolation. <laughs> like I don't mind being by myself. Oh, introvert. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't mind being by myself. Um, and being in a situation where you're even more by yourself, it, you know, it's very easy to kind of not, not um, engage with community anymore. But, you know, thankfully, like my church is online, so still able to engage with that. Um, but also this event enables me to, you know, engage and not, not lose that social contact. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's been good. I think that's awesome like you created a space that provides you with community it's a space where you can do your art and you can create which is something that brings you joy and it's something that brings other people joy so I think it's a win-win there <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I really hope I'm looking forward to the next stage and seeing 
seeing where it goes because like you asked me before I really don't know what it looks like in the future but I'm looking forward to seeing um, where it goes or you know yeah <laughs> I'm excited to see that too <laughs> so I wanted to ask you one more question before we go to the lightning round and I know that when we talked previously you mentioned that you used to be into jewelry making and then that yes. your design and that's something that kind of like fell out of your practice or your focus um I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that yeah so I think I think I might have mentioned before but like art has always been kind of a part of my life and when I first moved to the UK um again I, I didn't know anybody I'm always moving places where I don't know anybody, <laughs> but I didn't know anybody so um I started to make jewelry and kind of just you know design things and see you know what I could do with it um but then eventually I just I don't know I just fell out of love with making jewelry but every once in a while you know that desire of creating something or designing something would kind of sneak up on me and then I think it was my first year wow okay sorry to interrupt myself but I just realized like whenever I'm going through a big change or like a big life event um art is something that I always come back to because I was just saying what I was just about to say I actually got back into art when I moved to another city where I didn't know anybody but I was like you know what let me let me pick this back up and when I moved to that city I had actually given away all of my paint and all of my supplies um because I'm a very dramatic person um like you know I'm starting a new chapter yeah that was very silly of me but <laughs> I um yeah I got some supplies there and then I was like okay let's just let's just have some fun with it and it was like okay let's see if we can you know become a bit good at it and then okay let's you know it just kept going so yeah it seems like art and design is just something I can't get away from Awesome. I mean, and you are, you are different, right? New chapter and you experience art in a new way, right? Or in a new place. Um, so no, I, I think that's, I think that's great. Um, so with that, um, I want to move us to the lightning round, right? So this is where you share just the first thing that comes to your mind as quick as possible. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, the first question is, if you could please uh, describe, use three words to describe wellness in graduate school. Oh, gosh. You know, I knew this as well. <laughs> three words. Um, important. Challenging. Priority. Mm. I like those. I like those. All right. So second question is, what are two invaluable resources that have helped you in your wellness journey in grad school or just grad school in general? I would say therapy that has really been invaluable and I've learned so much through that process. And also graduate wise, Google Sheets has been amazing for me. Like I do everything on a spreadsheet. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, Google is out coming in for the clutch. Awesome. All right. Yeah. And for the last question in the lightning round, what is one piece of advice that you would offer to listeners who are primarily women of color in graduate school? I think when you first start grad school, everyone will tell you to prioritize well-being and to not stop exercising, to not stop all the good habits that you have before you come in here. 
And, you know, you really have to take that advice seriously. Like they are not lying because it is so easy for these things to like fall to the side when actually these will be the things that help you to, well, not completely help you, but will, you know, contribute to your well-being and success in your program. So believe them when they say it. (laughs) I know I had to learn that. Definitely. Well, Amira, it was great talking with you. Um, And if people want to join the community for Create and Sip, how can they get more? Yes. um, If you want to find out more about the Create and Sip, you can just hit me up on Instagram at Amira Monet. Um, It's M-O-N-A-I-E. I I have like almost all all the vowels. Um, But yeah, just hit me up on there. Um, and I post about it or you can sign up for our mailing list um, where I announce the new date every month. Awesome. Y'all make sure you go sign up. So thank you so much, Amir. And I'll look forward to seeing you online. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) That's all I have for you on this episode. I hope that you heard something that inspires you along your wellness journey. And if so, share it with a friend. Until next time, take care.